Hello and welcome to another episode of the Nothing But Football podcast, a podcast where we give you everything football related and a couple of things that aren't. Um, I myself am Lucas. I'm here with my fellow friends, um, football enthusiasts and uh, co-hosts. Um, to my far left, I've got Uncle Curtis. What's up, guys? Everything's good. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Another normal draw involving Man United. I don't consider them a top team anymore, man. <laughs> and to my immediate left, I've got Mr. Potion. Namaste, guys. Uh, hope you guys had a good week. Let's have healthy debates about football and see if we can actually get through the episode. Yeah. So I I had a really good week. <laughs> but, uh, but we'll get into that. I, I, I wanted to start at something... That's a bit burning, you know. There's there's talk on the streets and that I've I've you know we've we've been asked personally about um, Uncle Curtis's stance on Kevin De Bruyne and just Kevin De Bruyne in general. Um, some people see him as you know really great. Some people see him on 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 different levels and that. I just kind of wanted to start here. Just put a put a put our um, castle in the sand and 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 start with it. So I'm going to go over to you, Uncle Curtis, because you're your view on Kevin De Bruyne is kind of different to the consensus. So I just sort of want to let you present that. Okay. I'm going to start here, guys. Mm -hmm. uh, Kevin De Bruyne is good to great to me, right? Mm -hmm. If we're talking about uh, in this Premier League area, era, he is the best creative midfielder in this Premier League era. The way I take exception to is when they try and put him on other lists in terms of all-time greats of playmakers whether it be Premier League or just football in general. To me, he ends it great, uh, and that's where it goes, because he, he has never pushed on further than being great. He's just there. He's he's a good player. I'm not going to just doubt the quality. He's a good player. But if you're assisting Aguero, Kane, not, not Kane, Aguero, Sterling, Sane, Bernardo Silva, I expect you to have a decent amount of assists. In fact, I expect more if you're a world-class player. Yeah, yeah. And that's where he falls short for me. Oh, he falls short by not having more numbers. So you want him to dominate the league more? Yes, or he should be dominating the league more. We're only talking about Kevin De Bruyne being greater over the past two seasons. Oh, no, we're not. <laughs> the best midfielder, playmaker in the Premier League. It's over the past two yeah. seasons. No, it's probably more than that, but I, but I do want to let you let, get your point out before. Mm. But that's before me. Like yeah. I'll talk over the past two. He's always had the assists, but he was not the best playmaker in the Premier League. Mm. And the other people were players with more assists. Who 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 was in his time then? Who was in his time? Was also in the one year that was higher than him. Also was uh, better than him. Yeah. Okay. The league, okay. Uh, it was a couple of years. In fact, I'll have to check. I think De Bruyne started in the Premier League before Ozil. Right. De Bruyne comes into the Premier League 15-16. The season Leicester wins the league. That's his first season. Like 11-12. I'm talking all-time Premier League. Hmm? I'm talking all-time Premier League. It's like 11-12. We'll have to check that. What's 11-12? Uh, the, the, yeah, it started from like 2010. Okay, okay. In 2010. Yeah, yeah. De Bruyne's been around. He's 29 now. That yeah. He's been around for a long time. Are yeah. you talking about when he was at Chelsea? No, I think you're thinking when he was at Chelsea. We include the Chelsea era in this thing, but we can check yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, we the can Chelsea check. era, which is for three games. Yeah, three games. He wasn't good enough to make a Mourinho squad then. Who do I blame that on? It's okay. Okay. So okay. So so let, let's let's start there. Let's let's just clarify uh, your opinion there. So you think you think what of Kevin De Bruyne? He falls below Fabregas. He falls below 
Mesut Ozil, he falls below, uh, what are the top 10 assist makers in the Premier League? He falls below quite a few of them, in my opinion. Okay, let's, let's, maybe, maybe let me, let me hand that over to you, Mr. Potion. Uh, so Mr. Potion, the, it's been brought, it's, the, it's been presented on the table to say, let's chat Kevin De Bruyne. Chris has got pretty much a strong opinion to say, when you put, when you say Kevin De Bruyne's name, don't say it near great players, basically. Premier League era. Do you agree with him? Um, I think you're wrong. <laughs> because Kevin De Bruyne, even though he's, he hasn't had as much time as those greats that you've named, I think he should be in the conversation of some of the greatest. Because he adds an element of goals as well, unlike the others. He doesn't. He's got less goals than also. Wait. In the Premier he's got less. He's on 39, Ozil's on 44 overall. De Bruyne sucks at scoring. He's got a killer right foot, but how he doesn't many, score. Okay, but how many uh, games has Ozil had? He's had more games, guys. I, I'm not going to dispute that, ne? but he's not as lethal as you make him out to be. De yeah. Bruyne has a good right foot, right? He's crazy with the assists, but he doesn't score as much as he should. He's averaging maybe four or five goals a season. Mm. And I'm not going to hold that against him because, after all, he is an assist maker, ne? But it's. Uh, I don't know what to say about that. Okay, 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 okay. let me let, let me put it in 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 here, right? First of all, let, let me let me just look at the, let me just look at the stats, right? So De Bruyne has played 171 games in the Premier League, has 39 goals and 76 assists, right? Mm-hmm. So he's got over 100 goal involved, over 110 goal involvement. Somebody do the math here, but basically less than one in two games. He's either scoring or assisting, right? Mm-hmm. And then let's, let's, let's also bring it back to say, um, he was a key component in a Manchester City team that thrashed this league, right? Mm-hmm. So Man City, um, in the two seasons where they got a hundred points mm-hmm. and then they got 99 points or so. De- mm. Kevin De Bruyne um, racking up and doing fantastic things there. So the, so here's numbers, right? Where whereby last week we said a, a good midfielder does X number of of assists, a great midfielder does X number of assists. Now here's 171 games. That's multiple seasons in the league. He's always there, okay. always there, there about. And you want to write him off because? Give me a reason. Okay. We want to talk. Are we talking overall? Are we bringing Champions League? No, teams? give me a reason. Okay. You don't say he's high up. So no, no, That's what I'm saying. I want to clarify what you're talking about. Yeah. Right? Are we talking about just the Premier League? Are we talking about uh, or Champions League? Are we talk- we're talking football in general. Yeah, what are okay. you talking about? Let's talk let's about talk, the Premier League. About the other, otherwise, okay. Let's, let's talk about the Premier League. He's doing a good job. Right? He's no better than Matt Letizia. How what? Right, because Matt Letizia just proved himself in the Premier League. That's where we start. <laughs> right? No, let's talk, guys. You're laughing at me. What I'm saying, right? Oh God! Let's, no, let's go God, go, okay. go, 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 go. Belgium. Yeah, yeah. Greatest team of arguably their generation. Greatest footballing team in terms of talent. Yeah. Of this generation, what has he done for Belgium? Zilch. A lot. A lot. A lot. He. But they haven't won, but he's played well. He's play- okay, fine. So he hold, hold on, but you're the same guy that if I said John O'Shea, you'd write off his titles. <laughs> but now Kevin De Bruyne, you say, where are your medals? I'm not saying only where is the medal. What has he done for his team? Because now I'm going to use the argument of like when people compare Messi and Ronaldo, right? 
It's where's Messi's uh, European title. I'm gonna go with that logic. Right? So you're going to use logic to suit your to suit your argument. Yeah, of course. As and when, but you're gonna shoot down other logic logic which goes against your point. It's, I'm not shooting it down completely. Fine, but let me let's let's leave international out of this. Yeah, yeah. Right. Let's talk. Uh, where's in the Champions League? Man City got through to to the second round. Who did they draw? They threw to the last sixteen. No, no, no. All time assists in the Champions League with a Man City squad. I don't know. You tell me. He's sitting below. <sighs> he's on the same amount of assists as Raheem Sterling. I'm going to put him on Raheem Sterling's case in that. In that he's got 14 assists. In the Champions League, in a Man City team that's set up to dominate, he's got 14 assists. He is practically 20, 30 assists away from the top assist maker in, in the Champions League. Right? Yeah. But this is supposed to be the generational talent that we're talking about. Yeah. Right? So, when we talk... When you talk uh, Kevin De Bruyne, we're going to put him with over here, uh, Frank Lampard, mm-hmm. right? Uh, put him with Iron Robin. And these are good players. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, but Frank yeah. Lampard is not my top 10 midfielders. And he yeah. did a good job, but I just don't like him. I don't, I don't like the way he played, but he's not in my team. Put him with uh, Iron Robin. Uh, we'll put him with, okay, no, Wayne Rooney's above him. We'll put him, he's got the same amount of assists as Christian Eriksen. Okay. Le- let, me, let me bring you in here, Mr. Curtis, because... Um, Chris is talking from the stats, right? So we can watch this player from the stats. That's watching off the screen, watching his stats. Mm. But we've seen him play. Mm-hmm. But you see, what? Oh, hold on. Let Mr. Potion let Mr. Potion come in here. But we've seen this player play. He's comparing him now to Sterling. He's comparing him now to other players that we've also seen play. I'll, I'll tell you this. I feel like uh, Uncle Curtis's uh, argument comes from a Arsenal uh, Arsenal supporter who's seeing their top well not top assist maker yeah. but their golden boy assistant leave yeah the topics have come up because now everyone's trying to you know uh, diminish his time at Arsenal and say nah you know he never yeah. lived up to his potential yeah so it sounds like that's what you argue about. Yeah, I'm not arguing about. I'm so you arguing you 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 trying to bring down De Bruyne's uh, attributes mm. and achievements in order to boost uh, Uzo and Fabregas for yeah. what reason I don't know, but yeah. Okay, Pochinai, I'm not trying to boost the other two players. I'm saying he falls short of the other two players, right? In terms of they they call him the king playmaker, he's mm. the king playmaker, right? But he's not the best in playmaker. In okay. any of the okay, okay. metrics. Okay, let me let me let me ask you a question. You're an Arsenal fan. Did you like Dennis Burkamp? Yeah. Do you think Dennis Burkamp's one of the greats? Yes, he's a great. I didn't say he's a king playmaker. Okay, but Dennis Burkamp, do his numbers stack up to anything? No. Because there's players that he if you say he's great, there's players that are good that have better numbers than him. Yeah, okay. Right? So if you're coming at this purely on the stats, then then purely on the stats, then 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 it's a bit flawed, right? Mm-hmm. So from from my perspective, I'll I'll say from from watching him, right? He's got a particular way of playing that is really good. He he puts the ball into the box, he gives deliveries. To me, I compare the way he delivers the ball into the box like Beckham. Like Beckham, like he puts the ball in so early with a good quality ball and great bend on it. He also passes around the pitch, has uh, has tempo in his passing. He also has a high work rate. He is also tackling. He's also he's he's doing a lot of things in the game. I think 
No, no, no. no. Again, you're telling me about other attributes, right? Uh, what I'm taking... There's not other attributes. He's a footballer. Lucas, People are saying he's a Lucas, great footballer. When are you want to take this to the realm no, where, no, Lucas, I'm where talking, you can... I'm taking to the everybody realm... Everybody has a flaw. Messi's not tall. Okay, no, fine. I'm taking to the realm where they said he's the king playmaker. Hmm. I'm saying he's not. He's not even top three playmaker. Why did that hurt you? Because he's not. <laughs> he's not. All right. We're talking about this, né? Like, he's a king playmaker, né? right? It doesn't matter where it comes from, right? In fact, you know why it hurt me, dog? Mm. Uh, it was uh, Amazon Prime. This is why we should never trust Americans for any football opinions, né? Yeah. The way they uh, brought about when he matched Thierry Henry's uh, record for assists, right? Which is a great feat. He did a magnificent job over there, right? Okay. Right? Now, now poo poo it. <laughs> but <laughs> what I'm trying to get at over here, man, he did a good job over there. The way they phrased the things and put it over there is it's, a, it's as if Henri was a playmaker and they diminished. I forgot the exact wording, but that's where it comes from, right? That's where it started. My hate for Kevin De Bruyne started. Hmm. All right. I'm and glad then, you admitted it. Yeah. But <laughs> now I go and look at the stats. I go and look at like this king playmaker. He's not the greatest. He struggles in the Champions League, right? He struggles against big teams mm-hmm. ne, for assists. So, what, what's this team over here? Uh, he's, he's local derby. He's the Manchester derby. Yeah, yeah. Right? Guess how many goals or assists he's got there? How many? One. This is what we call a top. He can't even dominate Manchester United post-Fergie. <laughs> and you take post-Fergie. Mm. He can't dominate a David Moyes. I'm going to skip Louis van Gaal because he's great. Yeah. Jose Mourinho. I don't like Jose Mourinho, so I'll leave him there. Sure, sure. And the PE coach. He can't dominate those teams, but he's supposed to be the king playmaker, right? Go look at other king playmakers, right? They at least dominate their local derby. I, so, so Mr. Mr. Potion, let me let me bring you in. Let me bring you in this. Uh, bring you here, right? So, Kevin De Bruyne has been the star player, at least one of the star players in a team that has dominated English football, mm. right? City City won a treble of domestic titles. He was very important. Record points. He was very important, and 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 that there. So. Do does he really need to to have done these other things? Because he compared him to Matt Letizia there or other players that had numbers in teams that didn't do anything. So do you want him to be a selfish player and just take shots so he can get his goals? And guess what? Inevitability, the team won the league with record points. Did he need to do more? Uh I don't think he needed to do more. He played his role. Mm. I think I was talking about this the other week. Mm. Uh, last week, actually. Yeah. How the difference between Uzel and De Bruyne is how uh, De Bruyne has adjusted to the new playing style. Yeah. Unlike Uzel. Yeah. Both great players. Uh, I slightly agree with you from a point of view where you're saying that playmaker-wise... The Brenner is not, you know, is not as good as the, you know, certain names that you've mentioned. But from a complete point of view, yeah, I think the Brenner is is going to prove you wrong. Okay, fine, guys. Let me put. Okay, I hear from you. A complete midfielders. I'm not going to argue from a complete point of view, 
because he works harder than the players that I've mentioned over there. Which no. is a factor in football. It does have to count. Yeah, it's a factor in football. Yeah. I'm arguing about is he the king playmaker? Yeah. I'm saying, okay. shut him down. Go put him there with Matt Leticia. He's okay. not the, he's not okay. the king playmaker. Okay. Go okay. put him there. Right? I must give you more stats to show you how this man struggles against big okay. teams. Okay. Chelsea. Oh. Mm-hmm. 12 games, one assist. Yeah, yeah. Arsenal. 13 games, two assists. Yeah. Okay, he bosses Liverpool. He's got five assists there. Mm-hmm. Man United. Sorry, it's one goal, no assist. But this mm-hmm. is the king playmaker over here. To me, it's... Nah. He, he, don't get me wrong, man. When I talk about this thing, right? Does he give bad performances in those games? In, in, the, in, give- in, the, in the big games, do you think he goes quiet? I can't remember all the games. No, but I'm on the side on what the, you remember because you're looking at stats and stats is making your point. You but go, you he, also watch the game. So when you watch the game, you see a average player or not so great player, player. A good player. Not the king playmaker is made okay, out to be. Okay. No, I think that's where I just want to leave it, guys. Sure. I'm not arguing about <laughs> is De Bruyne a good player. I'm not arguing is, is he not the greatest player amongst his peers now. Yes, so are it, you saying he's not there yet? He's not there yet. He's not. This is a man who's struggling. He's, he's fine. He's dominating the Premier League, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Then you go look at Champions League. He's not doing what he's supposed to be doing there. Yeah. Right? Then you go look at him against big teams. Yeah. yeah. He's not doing what he's supposed to be doing there. Yeah. But he's the king playmaker, right? If you're going to talk about, argue about modern football, which mm-hmm. I don't like, oh, sorry, mm-hmm. the way that they argue that it's going mm-hmm. in the direction because it's getting boring, mm-hmm. then cool. He's more suited for this type of game. But guys, when we put king playmakers out there let's choose our words very carefully he is not the king of playmaking okay okay i th- i think i think let's let's sort of leave it there because we're clearly on on two sides of the argument let's actually leave it out to the public uh, please comment like subscribe and all of that on the on the video for whatever platform you're on let us know if you agree with mr curtis but let's let's quickly just touch on a player who 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 did do the things in the big games and in the big leagues and that Wayne Rooney has drawn um, his playing career to an end. He's retired as a player to take over as Derby County's manager full time. So I just wanted to I just wanted us to chat a little bit about Wayne Rooney because he's he falls pretty much in our era. So we watched him a lot or, or uh, interacted with or. Not interacted, but we saw him quite a bit. Mm. So, um, from my, from my perspective, I think, um, obviously Rooney retiring. I mean, that makes me feel old, <laughs> but I mean, Rooney retiring, I think one of, if not the greatest English players we've, we, we, we've ever seen, you know, Man United's record goal scorer, England's record goal scorer, um, Champions League. Um, he won one Champions League. He played in three finals. For, uh, probably five leagues, an FA Cup. Sorry, uh, um, I'm not a Man United supporter, so I just need clarification on what you just said. Now, England's top goal scorer in what? In the national team, nobody oh, has scored oh. more more goals than oh, than okay. England for. Now I thought maybe you were talking about uh, the league, so I was gonna dispute you there. But carry on. Oh no, he's he's also Manchester United's record goal scorer. He's. Mm. He's um, he's up there. So let let me let me start at you, Mister Potion. Now now that we have finality to Rooney's career, how how would you sum it up? Are you, is this the same Kevin De Bruyne conversation? Is he just in the very good? Um, uh, <laughs> where would you rank him? To tell you the truth, he's had a very 
great uh, Premier League career. Mm-hmm. You can't deny that Rooney is up there in some in the top ten of uh, all time strikers, mm-hmm. uh, Premier League strikers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's had a good career, one to be proud of. Mm-hmm. You know, he's had yeah, like you can't you can't deny Wayne Rooney his flowers. Fair enough. You Fair can't enough. deny his flowers. Fair enough, M- Mr. Curtis. Oof. You know how I feel about Wayne Rooney. Lucas, I know, but tell the world. Made, you've known since... Tell uh, the world. I'm going to tell the world. <laughs> you've known how I've, I felt this man since they compared him to Pele when he came out. Mm-hmm. All right? It's again, it's the English hype train again. Yeah. He's a good player. He's a great player. Only thing that diminished me, in the, him to me in my eyes, was the fact that they put him in a bracket they should never have put him in the first place. All right? Uh... We're talking about World Cup winners here. Yeah. Leave Rooney with the English guys. He's, he's the greatest English player. Yes. All right. Uh, top 10 striker. Debatable to me. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. English. Okay. He, he was never the top striker at Man United alone. So why would I call him a top striker in the Premier League? Mm. Longevity gave it to him. Okay. You, okay. People. Okay. You also know how I feel about Alan Shearer. Alan yeah. Shearer is only the top goal scorer yeah. there because man couldn't. I don't want to say he couldn't crack it in another league. Man didn't want to leave England. That's the only reason. If he, okay. He, okay. He, Alan Shearer, he scored a lot of goals, but is he great? <laughs> I'll give him top 10 yeah. in the Premier League, but not Rooney. number one. Shearer is Rooney. Rooney no, no. Shearer has better numbers than Rooney. Yeah, Shearer has better numbers just by sheer number of games. No. Yeah, by sheer number of games. Yeah, but, but just, Rooney just... Has, Rooney has more games than Shearer. In the Premier League alone? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll check that. But like, Shira's got 405 games, 205 goals, right? Again, it doesn't go against my point. I don't like I said because I pulled this out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Wayne, Wayne, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm just going to give you facts. Okay? Yeah. Since you're talking. Wayne Rooney has 491 games. Mm-hmm. Alan Shira has 441 games. Mm-hmm. Rooney has 208 goals. Shira, 260. Okay, fine. That's on Wayne Rooney. As I was saying, I didn't think Greenwood is a top 10 striker. All right. Yeah. All right. He's just, he's a good player. He's a great player for England. He's world class for England, but England has been lacking quality for years. So for me, sorry, let me, the mm. reason why I brought up those stats, I was just arguing with you, mm. but it doesn't take away from my point that Wayne Rooney was a great player. Yeah. He had a lot of assists as well. Yeah. yeah. And he was a bulldog when it counted. Yeah. And, and a cheat. Let's not and, forget and, that. And, 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 and I mean, when you're a key player in a team that gets three Champions League finals in four years, mm. you're doing something right. Yeah. Cool. I'm not arguing that. But five, five prems. But all it comes down to me is put the player where he belongs. Right? He's not, he's a good goal scorer. Right? They are better Premier League strikers. Um, I, I, I think he's very up there because if you just take the goal scorer tag, his goal scoring number stacks up, right? He's Man United's record goal scorer. He's got the, but then he gave you more than that in terms of a player. He had a passing ability. He had an engine. He played different positions and, 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 and um, and that's so I I think I think he goes down as one of the greats. Yeah, one of the greats yeah. in England. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not gonna, hey, but as I say, put him he's one of the greats, man. Yeah. Due to his 
work ability yeah. due to his goal scoring, due to his assist making. Overall play. Uh-uh. We can't even say, are you, what, what was he bad at? What was he bad at? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. Overall play. Yeah. No, no, because you were picking the attributes no, no, as I'm if just, he's only. I'm just, I'm just yeah. giving you this, man. Oh, sure. But let's go individual attributes, right? Hmm. Was he, does he stack up against the greatest goal scorers when you look at chance conversion, when you look at stuff like, no, he doesn't. Does he stack up with the top assist makers when it comes to creating chances for teams? Game for game, no, he doesn't. All right, mm. but give me more attributes. Then those are the two things that I care about. Okay, okay. Let me let me bring Mr. Potion in here, Mr. Potion. How many players would have been mentioned in both goals and assists of 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 all time? So now I I think Mr. Curtis is saying he's not top of either, mm. but he's a striker that's in both. There's not many. Yeah, fair point. I agree with you there. Mm. There aren't that many. I think it's only the king. It's Henry. Hmm. There's it's someone. Henry. There's there's someone else as well who's in the. I think Lampard. Pro- yeah, Lampard's yeah, in that yeah. conversation. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, there aren't that many. Maybe Giggs, just hmm. because he's old yeah. as hell. Yeah, yeah. that's. But it comes to my point. Sheer number of games. Yeah, he's a quality player with a sheer number of games. You are going to be up there. Yeah, with Giggs, yeah. It's just unfair. But no, I understand. I understand what you're saying. Mm. In that he's he's in a class in a in a small class. He's in the small bus of football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'll, I'll agree with you there, Lucas. Mm. He is in that class of, but not to individual attributes. To me, where you place a specific player truly matters. If you're going to say top goal scorer, I'm going to compare him to top goal scorers. Okay. Okay. Fair, fair enough. So the the measurement of Chris is different. <laughs> In conclusion, he's he's using the long road to say he's a great player. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So um, Wayne Rooney. Hopefully, well, let's see if he does well as a manager across his managerial career. But as a player, I, I think we we all agree that he's he's been quite a good player. He's going to follow Lampard's suit. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to. That privilege got him that job. Yeah. All right, guys, and we're back, and we're back. We just had to get a few a, a few topics on the table because it's been hot debates between us, and we thought let's 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 get it on. But um, we do we do focus a, a bit on the English Premier League, and this weekend was uh, was a packed weekend um, as normal. I think let let's start at the let's start at the big game of the weekend, which was uh, Liverpool at home to Manchester United. Um, a top of the table clash going into the weekend. Uh, United was top three points clear of, uh, of Liverpool. And the game ended nil-nil. I, I, th- I, th- I thought it was quite an interesting game to watch. Um, <laughs> let, let, me, <laughs> let, let me, let me start at you, Mr. Potion. Give me your thoughts on the game. Uh, boring. Really? Boring. Mm. Boring. Mm. Barring mm-hmm. from yeah. both sides, <laughs> uh, no shame, man. Mm. <laughs> I'm just being harsh. Mm. Uh, I think Liverpool started the game attacking quite hard because, th- yeah, they started attacking quite hard. The chances didn't convert. Obviously, yeah. Man United now had to uh, focus on the defense, mm-hmm. and then I think they had two chances in the second half, yeah, where Allison actually made like great stops, yeah. Uh, but other than that, if you look at it, it was a, you know, a conservative game. Like both sides weren't hungry for the points. Mm. Like one was enough. Yeah. One was enough to keep Man United at the top. 
And then one was enough to keep Liverpool in the running for, for the title race. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so not a great game. But also, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, it, it wasn't boring, but it, it was just, you know, a notch yeah. above boring. Yeah. Um, Uncle Curtis, let me bring you in here. I think we, we've seen a little bit of a trend this season that the big games are a bit slower, less entertaining, nil-nils, less goals and that. Um, t- take me through your thoughts on this game. That's your team, my boy. Hey? Only your team is less entertaining, less goals, what, what, what. It's games that generally involve Man United where there's no goals. What? Okay. Okay. okay, 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 uh, go on. Go we on. go against mm-hmm. top six opposition. You've only scored one goal. Okay. And this is against Tottenham, Arsenal, Chelsea, yeah. uh, City, uh-huh. and Liverpool. Okay. You've only scored one goal. Yeah. It's yeah. nil-nils, lost to Arsenal, lost 6-1 to uh, City. Yeah. When you look at the other top Spurs. teams. City was a nil-nil draw. Yeah, to Spurs, yeah. Uh, when you look at the other top teams, uh, Liverpool beat Arsenal, uh, Chelsea beat, Arsenal beat Chelsea. Arsenal lost to Tottenham. Uh, let me go. Even Chelsea, they either win or lose against the other top teams. Mm-hmm. So that, if, that says what about the team too? Then I don't know what to say about your team, right? But if, but, but you're saying that's a United game. So I'm saying and it's you're a drawing United. the parallel to other United games. What is the parallel? Um, what uh, does that equal? No, I was just responding to oh. when you said it. The top teams are generally boring no nos. I'm saying it's not the case. I'm oh. saying it's teams that involve Man United against top teams that end up agenda. It's not an agenda. <laughs> we've, we've, we'll talked about, we've talked about uh, what was Tottenham's no-no with, with Chelsea. <laughs> it was boring. Mm. That, that kind of thing. It's, yeah. it's, yeah, but I'm just saying the yeah. trend is generally in United. Fine. Tottenham-Chelsea. Yeah. That was the one game. Okay. Right? But the other top teams are scoring against each other. Win or lose. Okay. Right? But what I wanted to get to the point of if... Ole was going to adopt this tactics against top teams of being cautious and being defensive. You guys should have stuck with Jose Mourinho because Mourinho would have got you the one goal and won those games. That's the way I view it because he's doing he's doing a good job, guys. The PE teacher. Yeah. And how was the game? It was a boring game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rashford is wasteful. Um, he could have. You guys could have won that game. Yeah. That man was offside twenty times. Yeah. All right. That man. Ran from the halfway line, saw Cavani in front of him, and not at one stage did he think, hey, let me pass to Cavani. I might get space. Cavani might score. One of the two. I might get space and Cavani will pass yeah. it back to me. But he ran all the way. And, and lost then the ball, yeah. lost the ball. And then he got angry at who? I do not know. I saw Cavani's <laughs> reaction. I'm pretty sure Cavani said Negrito again in his, in his breath over there. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he said that. Because I was like, you know, I wanted United to lose. And when I saw Rashford running and lose the ball, I was yeah. like, oh man, I yeah. feel the frustration. Yeah. Right? So my problem with United yeah. is yeah. they don't they don't get the ball too quick to Cavani. Yeah. So Mr. Potion, let me let me let me bring you in here because like like it like it says, United had chances to win the game. Liverpool had some chances early on in the game. I think Liverpool controlled the game more in the first half. United came back in the second half. But where does this um what does this tell you about the two teams? Because we're sitting here talking, saying United should have won at Anfield. Mm. I mean, this is that's that's new to say about United. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean. And Liverpool, if Liverpool, you know, top of the table, the Liverpool team that they've been, and we're saying United should have won. It's a no-no. Who does this? Who who comes out the happier? 
Uh, I think before the game, I would have thought that it would have been Liverpool who would be looking to win this game. Hmm. But then I saw their starting lineup and thought to myself, hmm, this could be a game where United could actually take over because there's no yeah. natural centre-backs in the yeah. team. It was Henderson and Fabinho. It was again, Henderson yeah. and Fabinho. In your midfield, uh, it was Thiago, Shakiri who hadn't started many games hmm. this season. At all, I think it was his first start in like 12 months. Or yeah, something. his yeah. first start in 12 months. Mm. Uh, can't remember who else played next to him. Uh, I think it was Wijnaldum. Yeah, Shikiri, yeah, Wijnaldum, it, and I forgot the third. Yeah. It was um, Thiago and Wijnaldum, Shikiri, uh, Firmino, and Mane, and then Salah. Mm. Yeah. So, looking at that team, like it was, a, it was an experimental team mm. due to Liverpool's uh, injury uh, cases that have happened. Yeah. Uh, over the past couple of months. Yeah. Uh, from there, that's when I thought, okay, sharp. It should be, you know, high goals, mm-hmm. but uh, it will be Liverpool's to take. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's something going on creativity-wise in the Liverpool. Liverpool team mm. that it's not the same. Maybe because uh, Fabinho and uh, and Henderson are now in the in the center backs, they're no longer uh, handling things in the midfield mm. area. Mm. But yeah, oh, it was a, yeah. yeah, didn't expect that. So, so, so Ms., uh, Mr. Curtis, um, obviously the game was, was built up uh, quite a bit because it was top of the table, you, you know, that, that kind of thing. So this, this like for me as a United fan, I, I think, I think maybe, maybe, maybe let me cut to you after, after I give my, my opinion. I think as a United fan, the 11 Oli picked was was safe, but I understand why it's safe. You're away at the champions. Mm. You're going to play Fred McTominay and Lindelof. You're not going to take a chance on Bailly. You're not going to put Pogba in the center and, and that kind of thing because the point, uh, a point is better than losing, obviously, yeah. but it, it sort of keeps your momentum into a good runner, into a good runner fixtures. I think Liverpool is a bit hot and cold right now, so that's not a bad result from them t- either. But I, I think from, from the perspective of the match, right? From the perspective of the match, I think Liverpool had the ball in the first half. They had some chances. I don't think they were good chances, like clear chances where you're yeah. saying this guy should have scored. It's mm. more so, um, Firmino should have passed to the open guy. Mm. You know, it's, it's I wish he had taught, hey? Rather choose Salah for that. Okay, I, I, I wish, um, you know, whoever took the shot or that kind of thing, it's not they should have scored. United in the second half attacked a little bit more. They brought, um, Cavani on, but they, like, like you said, there was two chances that they, um, probably should have scored, but it's good saves by the keeper. Mm. It's good saves by the keeper. Magnificent. Yeah. So, so, so Mr. Curtis, now that result, um, to, to Liverpool and to United's title ambitions, does it look like a bad result? Uh, go for either. It's, for a either. United, it's a bad result for United. Considering Liverpool's team, that's a terrible result. Uh, if you can't <laughs> beat uh, Liverpool <laughs> with two central midfielders in defence, you don't deserve to win the title. Mm. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to two-foot around this. Henderson as a defender. Mm. Fabinho. Fabinho's been doing well, but... They Those both are, had pretty good games. They right? had very good games, yeah. yeah. Because Rashford ran with the ball for 20, 20 miles mm. without passing on to free players. Yeah. You know? Um, another th- reason that I look at with uh, Liverpool mm-hmm. comes back to 
selfish sala selfish selfish sala mm. that man was yeah, taking yeah, you've shots shared that he, opinion before. he should not be taking like i watched and i'm like the best way i can sum it up now is mm-hmm. when i was watching the game four minutes into the second half ball over the top it's going towards money right Mane is running, but Mane can see he's not going to outpace the two defenders he has with him. Mm-hmm. What does Mane do? He sees that Salah is slightly in front of him there with another defender. Mane tries to head the ball into Salah's direction. Yeah, yeah. Right? A couple of minutes or 10, 20 minutes later, Salah almost in the same type of similar position. Salah wants to run like he's Rashford as well. Mm. Like sometimes you're not going to outpace the players with like use your brain. Like, you know, like yeah. cut back and then pass to money like look for the player so it's Salah's single mindedness né, that gets him goals but at the same time cost Liverpool yesterday because that man was shooting from <laughs> like I looked at the shot and I was like you were not going to score from there why were you shooting and that's the way I view it mm-hmm. and for United if you can't beat Liverpool without two central defenders <clears throat> you're not going to win the title Okay. Uh, Mr. Potion, do you agree? Would you put Liverpool's uh, missed opportunities in this game? Would you put it down to Salah, the top scorer in the league, by the way? No. Are you asking him to score more? He must be better than the top goal scorer? Uh, I just think Salah was unfortunate. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't really put the blame on him, like, you know, solely on him. Yeah. I think it was more of a team effort. Like I say, it was more of the creativity of Liverpool was lacking. Yeah. It wasn't what we're used to. Yeah. The standard that we're used to. Yeah. And yeah, it, it just caught up with them. Yeah. Salah was essentially put on the wing and expected to do something. Uh, yeah. Mane was the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a difficult one to call. I wouldn't put the blame on one player. I would actually put the blame yeah. on injuries. I'm not putting on one player. Uh, to you pushing. So I'm like, it's not on one player. I'm saying Salah could be more selfless in certain parts of his game, which could lead to goals. All right, you do not have to run the full length of the pitch. You do not have to take shots from ridiculous angles that are not going to go in. That's what he's consistently doing. Okay. He's got eight, four or five defenders in front of him and he's taking a shot. But, like, but he's also consistently scoring. He's yeah. the top scorer in the league. He's mm. got two golden boots in his thing. So you're saying he shouldn't shoot. I'm saying if you have that kind of finishing ability, shoot more. Okay, fine. I'm saying when you look at the chances compared to the ones he puts away, yeah, the ones that he's missing here yeah. are nowhere near in similar quality of an yeah. opportunity compared to what he wasted in the so, game. So should Liverpool win every game 3-0? They shouldn't win every game 3-0, but they so could have won that game 1-0. So if, if, if they would have won it 1-0, one, no, one chance, one goal. Then I wouldn't be talking about Salah. No, I'm saying if it's one chance, one goal, cool. But in any game, there's multiple chances, right? Mm-hmm. And there's some that gets missed. Okay, I, I'm, I, what, what I'm going to do, guys, I'm going to put a compilation together one of these days of the shots that Salah takes from impossible angles so people can understand what I'm trying to do. Sure, and I'm just going to reply with two golden boots. <laughs> yeah, two golden but, boots. Né? But yeah. then I'll also put a compilation of the chances he does put away. Né? Yeah. And you'll see the difference né? in yeah. the chances and you'll see that he shouldn't be taking those chances. Why is the man oh. trying to run from halfway? Dude, you can put a compilation of anybody's misses. Messi has missed some chances before. 
more. Right. Ronaldo has missed. You can put a compilation of anything together. I'm saying Salas will be 20 times higher than any other player put. Okay, okay, fair enough. So, so the draw for Manchester United and Liverpool is probably a missed opportunity from one of the teams, but probably a good result. I think let's go on to, um, probably the winners of the weekend, right? Man United and, uh, Liverpool drawing. Obviously gives, uh, gave City a chance to, um, to climb up the table. Yeah. So City won 4 nil against, um, Crystal Palace. And that result actually takes them up to second in the, second in the league with a game in hand on United. Um, two points behind United with a game in hand. Sorry. So City can actually, uh, go top of the table, uh, mm-hmm. top of the table again. And I think City, Quietly has been picking up some form and doing doing good at uh, doing good defensively. Yeah. So 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 Mr. Potion, just just speaking to this game a little bit and to the resurgence of Manchester City, are they starting to impress you? Uh, impress is a strong word, mm. but they did well. Mm. You know, John Stones came on, scored two goals. Happy for him. Yeah, he's had a tough uh, journey. From being signed for fifty million, and then being, uh, you know, benched, <laughs> being benched and labelled as uh, overrated, yeah, and uh, one of the worst signings of the season. But now he's he's putting in the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one player that we actually should be giving credit to as well, I think, is Ruben Diaz because Ruben Diaz is really he's really good. He's really good. He's mm. he's made that uh, City defence solid. He's playing week in and week out, benching Laporte. Like mm-hmm. Laporte, uh, you know, a couple of seasons ago was in discussion for one of the best defenders yeah. in the league. Yeah. So I think, you know, in terms of City's defense, he's actually, you know, lit up the, the that part of the game. Um, De Bruyne, another assist. Uh, he's got 100 Premier League assists. Against a lower league opposition again. You can say what you want, bro. He's got 100 assists. Yeah, 100 assists. Mm-hmm. I'm just but saying yes. stat padding. Yeah. You see, De Bruyne got an assist. Uh, what, Sterling? Did he score? Yeah. yeah. Sterling, Sterling scored yeah. the free kick. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sterling scored. Oh, the gun as well. So, yeah. Overall, mm-hmm. good performance for City. Yeah. Cons. Uh, I don't know what they're going to... Like, they need to solve their problems with their strikers. There's too much inconsistency with yeah. the strikers. Yeah. Uh, Look, I, I think that's harsh to say after a 4 0. No, but that's him playing with. Uh, hmm. Was it a false nine, I think? Probably. Let me just check Probably. this. Uh, well, while you just have a check on that, Mr. Uh, Mr. Curtis. So, Man, Man City. They had the best defense in the league going into this game. Obviously, they kept the clean sheet, so they still do. Mm-hmm. Um, same same sort of question. Are they starting to impress you? Starting to impress me? Mm. Yeah. No, they, mm. they, they'll, they'll win the league most probably. Mm. Uh, that's the way I view it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. it's Crystal Palace. Yeah. Crystal Palace is a good team. Did, you know, it's the thing uh, when I look at defensive football. Defensive football will only work for so long for a team uh, because a team will be able to figure you out if you solely concentrate on defense. You're saying that in relation to City or Palace? Uh, to Palace. Okay. It's mm-hmm. starting to fall apart for them. They're not as defensively solid as they were last season. 
Okay, okay. Shipping in more goals than they struggle to go. Mm. As most people say, defense is the easiest to sort out. Yeah, yeah. Tackling is the hardest thing you'll ever have to figure out. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, Palace haven't been on a good run of form. I know they drew with Arsenal, but not a good run of form. Yeah, yeah. Uh, City, they go hot and cold. I'm mean, going to need a couple more consistent performances like they did against Palace. Yeah. All uh, right. And then, but I see them as favorites. Uh, City's five wins in a row. What? But I'm talking about goal scoring. It's four notes, one. Oh, nodes. but you're saying patchy. Sorry. Yeah, pa- patchy in terms of attacking play, not yeah. the results. Okay. Just patchy. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Patchy. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like when you, like what Ferguson used to say that uh, sometimes at some point in the season, you need those to grind out those one nil results. Mm-hmm. A couple mm-hmm. of games they've grinded out those results. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to argue with that. All right. So mm-hmm. that's the way I look at it. Uh, if they win a couple of the games in hand, they jump Man United, they go top of the league. Yeah. Right. So they'll get there. They'll get there on time. Okay. Okay. Look, I, th- I think, I think it was a, it was a good performance. Um, I think it was a good performance. Uh, 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 one in a few good performances that they've had lately. I think lately they're, they're on form. I uh, think we also need to highlight as well, uh, mm-hmm. Gundogan. I must say, over the last couple of games has been mm. very impressive. He's showing his quality again. Yeah. Uh, from a midfield perspective as well. Yeah. Like your city is actually quite dangerous. Yeah. Phil Foden is is bossing things now. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, Rodrigo. I haven't seen much of him. But yeah, in terms of their midfield, oh, the Brainer, mm. someone's hero again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, playing well, so yeah, mm. that's my only problem for me. Is City's attack? Yeah, is that if they could just sort out the attack, I'd probably say that that's the perfect team. <laughs> okay, I, I don't. Okay, mm-hmm. because now they they're benching Aguero. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, something's going on. With he's him. working. He's working out the team. He's too old. Yes, yeah. he's working him out of the team. Mm. Jesus is is too inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. So does the city need to go get a striker? I don't know, but they they that's that's all they're lacking from being yeah. the perfect team. Yeah, uh, okay, I don't like the way City play, so I'm not even gonna argue. But they, yeah. they they play good football, but but also get that stat pedal. Uh, mm, they might not right. they might not be appealing, but yeah. they do the job. Yeah. yeah. So 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 look, I I think I still trust City to score goals. So if they if they got a striker, yes, they fix a problem. But if not. I can still see them scoring goals in games. Mm. No, they yeah. they will do that. Yeah. But it's just uh, they're a team like it's it's mm. easy to frustrate City mm. if you decide to park the bus. Like it 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 could frustrate them. It could. It yes, could. It could it frustrate could. them because your boy Kevin De Bruyne, the stat padder, won't be able to unlock the defense. Okay. Okay. To assist against one, one, one day we'll talk about players you actually like. <laughs> no, I like. To, no, guys, I like to bring. I like him. Maybe I'm being harsh. I like him. I like him. Just to end that thing, the brainer is the best playmaker in the Premier League right now. I'm just finicky when he starts time to compare him to other players, and that's my opinion. Okay. I wouldn't put him in my team. Okay, fair, fair enough, fair enough. But let, let's let's uh, let's lightly talk about another team because if we look at the table now, Leicester crept up again into third. Like I, I, I think it's it's probably still pointless looking at the table right now. <laughs> but Le- Le- mm. Leicester, Leicester climbed up into third. Uh, you know, after the weekend, Liverpool drops into fourth. 
Um, so Le- Leicester beat Southampton, um, Southampton 2-0. Mm-hmm. A Southampton team which generally is quite a difficult fixture. I mean, they beat Liverpool um, and, 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 and that. Just, just quickly on the, on the word to Leicester, do you see Leps probably top four is, do you, th- do you see them fighting for top four? Yes. Leicester. Yes. Mm. And, and just to uh, emphasize your point over there that it's quite kind of pointless looking at the table right now. Totally agree with you. United are leaving the table. Mm-hmm. So it's pointless looking at that table right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, Because it's, it's not a true reflection of the yeah. team's ability. Yeah, yeah. It's even more pointless looking at the bottom half of the table. <laughs> We're not in the bottom half anymore, nigga. Yes. Really? You're not you're in the bottom half anymore. Respect us. Respect us. Respect us. Respect us. We are t- relegation threatened. Arsenal is two points behind title challenging Chelsea. <laughs> Frank Lampard. <laughs> Let's get on to him. Let's get on to him. So... They won one nil away at Fulham. Is this their form starting to turn around? That's their the first win. Well, they they didn't win in the previous three games. Mm. Um, they they got a win again. They hopefully back on track to winning ways. But it is against Fulham, who's near the bottom of the league. What 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 are we thinking to Chelsea? I think uh, I think it was Mason Mount that got the goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, last minute goal also. Uh, mm. First of all, I'd like to apologize to Scott Parker. Mm. Uh, Fulham have been picking up form recently, mm. right? He has found a way to make the team start working, right? Mm-hmm. But that means I can get right back to my agenda on Frank Lampard. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, Bottom half team. Uh, bottom off team doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. <laughs> no, is, is it, isn't, didn't they say he doesn't win against top? Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. doesn't win against top teams, right? Yeah. But um, one no win against Fulham mm. when Fulham had a red card in the first half, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Yeah. All right. That's terrible. Mm. It's terrible. It's the same way I judge an Arsenal performance. Who does well in this league? Who does well in this league <laughs> this season? Yeah. Nobody. Okay. Everybody's okay. been average. Okay. Inconsistent. Okay. Nobody. All right, all right. Who did well in this league previously? Liverpool last season. In fact, Liverpool over the past two, three seasons have been phenomenal. I'll never say that again, Liverpool fans. Mm. It's the first and last time I say this. They've been phenomenal, right? Yeah, but yeah. they've fallen off this season and it might be due to the fact that they're losing defenders and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's out of things out of their control. But yeah. Yeah. That Chelsea squad should have put that Fulham's team away. You can't be winning 1-0 against Fulham. Yeah, not when they get a red card in the first half, and then your winner is the ninety-third minute winner. Oh. Frank Lampard is not it for me. That's the way yeah. I view it. I don't know what Potion has to say about Frank Lampard or Chelsea. Yeah, but with the attacking talent he has there, he should do better. Yeah. So, so Mr. Potion, po- uh, Chelsea were coming off in different form um, after three games without winning. Mm. Um, <laughs> obviously, the win is vital. Yeah. Um, just, just to bring you back, but so, sort of to Mr. Per- to, um, Uncle Curtis's point, Chelsea against Fulham as a fixture, you wouldn't think it's a 80th minute winner. Mm. So, um, from a, from a Chelsea perspective, like, I, I, I don't really share Mr. Curtis's, um, uh, opinion there. I, th- I think, I think it's a, it's a decent result because you can only beat what's in front of you. You have to go into every game and keep racking up the points, which they didn't do prior to the game. So I'll give them this for doing it now. Uh, Fulham was Fulham was coming up on a bit of form in that. How do, how do you see this from a Chelsea perspective? From a Chelsea perspective, mm. a win is a win. Yeah, it doesn't really matter how you get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, they can celebrate that. Yeah, 
but uh, they had some struggles in terms of dealing with the fact that they had to switch up their back four. Yeah. Uh, that was all, that was a problem for them. Um, Reese James is out. Uh, Kurt Zuma, who's a goal-scoring threat for them, was out. From set pieces. Yeah, yeah from set pieces. So, yeah, that was also one hill they had to climb. Um, another one would be Timo Werner coming back into the squad. Hmm. He didn't start, eh? Uh, he did. Hold on. No, he didn't start. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Looking at another game now. Ziyech and Pulisic and uh, Giroud up front. Yes. Hmm. So, you're dealing with a striker who you've bought for so much money, hmm. who's got no confidence at all yeah. that you need to take out. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough thing for Frank Lampard to go through. Uh, let's see how it goes. But, yeah, it's it's a good win. Mm. It's a good win if you yeah. look at it. I mean, they, they're sitting in seventh, eight points off the top. Yeah, it's um, a good win. Yeah, I, I think I think with how the season is going, I think it's a case of just get the results. Um, uh, Pulisic and Ziyech have been struggling, you know, with injuries and in and out of the team and that. Mm. Get, good to get them back. Thiago Silva in again, another clean sheet. I think, I think, I think Lampard has something to build, build from. I don't think he's built it yet, but I think he's got the components to build together. He's got de- decent players. They must still prove themselves, but he was backed in the, in the transfer window. Then, uh, Havertz, whatever, whatever, he was backed. Mm. Um, even, even, even a new goalkeeper and that he had the platform of last season where there was youngsters that came into the team and, and, and that kind of thing. So I think he's got the components of a good squad. I think he just needs to get it going. Sure. Yeah, no, Frank Lampard has handed everything on a silver platter. Hmm. Uh, like, no, nah, I'm not going to give him a break over there. He, mm. needs, to, he needs to do better. Mm. He's got a better squad than Arsenal. He's got a better squad <laughs> than United. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to argue. He's got a better squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you look at his, yeah. like, overall, I'm, we might argue starting 11. Cool. I, I might do that. No, no, but no. He does. At, he does. Fred and McTominay don't get into you know, like, But when, even when you look at mm. subs, when you got Ziat, Pulisic, Werner, yeah. Tammy Abram, who's knocking off enough in the middle. Yeah. Okay, he's black. I'm going to yeah. keep him there. Uh, who else is there? Like, they got Kai Havertz, Kai Tammy Abram, Timo Werner, Callum Hudson, Adoy, Ziyech. These are, all, all, tell, these are yeah. all players that uh, everybody in football regards as yeah. being, whoa, magnificent. Mm-hmm. And he's can't beat a top half table team. Mm. He, can't, he he scores one goals against Fulham. Like mm. no no no. Mm. You put you put who's hitting in that manager position right now. Who's hitting wins almost every game up until the end of the season. And I'm not even playing that. that that's a talented squad. That's uh, a talented squad. Uh, sorry, uh, you mentioning uh, past managers, uh, past Chelsea managers. There's word that they're planning on bringing back Avram Grant to be kind of a. You know, a guide for for Frank Lampard, hmm. uh, just for now. Maybe an assistant. I'm not sure what role he'd come in under, but essentially to to help guide. It might hmm. help him. I don't think Evan Grant was the greatest of Chelsea managers. He did a solid job. Yeah, but he's the only manager I can see going there to assist Frank Lampard without taking over the team. Hmm. Essentially, I feel bad for that guy, Evan. Yeah, I think in that uh, poster that you you posted. Where you were uh, 
talking about Chelsea managers. Mm-hmm. Avram Grant was quite high up there. Yeah, he was quite high. Well, yeah. What and was that? Win percentages. Yeah, yeah win percentages. percentages. Frank Lampard. He was number one. Frank Lampard, due to his English pride, English privilege, is bottom of Chelsea managers mm. in terms of win percentages, but somehow he still has a job. Mm. Man is doing worse than Roberto Di Matteo, and you have to be spectacular to do that. Spectacularly <laughs> terrible to do that. Di Matteo won the Champions League, man. Yeah. Porto won the Champions League too. It was a once-off. Yeah, but you're saying he did very, very bad. I would, I would love to do badly and win the Champions League. Would you love to do badly, win the Champions League, yes. and never be seen again in football hey. management? Well, it's better than ending up in the championship anyway, not doing anything. All these guys goes ups and downs. That man's who, not even in the who, championship. who would have thought we'd see Ancelotti at Everton? This man is not even in the championship. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't that great of a manager yeah. in the first place. No, no, you can't win one Champions League and call yourself a great manager. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Great managers are consistent. We fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Let, let's go on to another team that uh, came out of a little bit of uh, patchy form. Um, Tottenham Hotspur uh, played away to uh, Sheffield United, won the game 3-1. Uh, there was also included a uh, what's considered a wonder goal by uh, Tangi and Dombele. Um, I think, I think, I think a good result. I think a good result after, after patchy form. They needed a good result, good performance, and mm. that, and that which, which I think they gave at, um, away at Sheffield United. Uh, Mr. Potion, Mr. Potion Spurs. I think that takes them up to, I think it was fifth in the league. Yes. It is yeah. Fifth in the league, uh, four, um, po- four points off the top. How many points have they got though? 33 Four points off the top, yeah. He's measuring how close Arsenal is. Oh, sorry. I I forgot that's the measuring stick. Yeah, we're four points behind them. (laughs) Yeah, you're... Yeah, no? It's more than that. 33 to 27. Six. Six, okay. But yeah, if you look at that performance, it's one this season that I would have expected Tottenham to Mm. win Mm. since uh, Sheffield's at the bottom of the log. Yeah, but nonetheless, recently only got their first win. Yes, we recently got their first win. Second, That's second, second win, guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Second win of the season. Okay, they've only won oh, one. They've won one. They've only won one. I yeah. thought they won one in the beginning of the season. Hectic. Uh, uh. That's the thing. They've only won one game in the season. But uh, Sheffield is one of those teams where you know anything can happen. So you don't want to be that team that gives them the victory. Yeah. And kudos to Tottenham for not giving them that victory. Yeah. Uh, Harry Kane on the boards again. Uh, Serge Aurier scored. And uh, Ndombele with that chip. Yeah. Intentional or not, it was still a good goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Uncle Curtis, um, that that result um, gives Tottenham a bit of confidence, uh, and that their next game is at, is Liverpool again. Liverpool comes to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So, spe- speaking to sort of that result, does that result give you anything of them in leading into that game? You know, because now now they're coming into Liverpool. Uh, I don't know if Liverpool will have players back, but Liverpool's not on the greatest of form right now. Okay. Um, how many games have we played this season? 17? Spurs have played 18. 18. Spurs and Liverpool have played 18. That result tells me nothing. Uh, mm-hmm. You beat a team that's won one in 18. Mm. Tells me tells me nothing. Okay. All right. Uh, brilliant goal from Harry Kane. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that was a that was a good goal. I saw that goal. That was a good goal. Mm-hmm. But it's Sheffield. They're, they're this season's whipping boys. Yeah. Like... 
they're so far off they, they're getting relegated mm-hmm. right uh, and it's uh well liverpool have struck gold again uh, sold one of the youth players for 30 million uh, and then that player yeah. it was Brewster and that player is going to get relegated just okay. like Dominic Solanke at yeah. Bournemouth yeah. so in Premier League managers I'm going to give you a free tip going forward if Liverpool sells you a youngster and you see the price tag is 30 million don't buy him you're going to get away. relegated that same season yeah. you get relegated yeah. but uh, either way it's it was a win but there's nothing spectacular about that Tottenham win against Sheffield not when Sheffield are the whipping boys of the Premier League mm-hmm. so, so you move right along mm-hmm. you, you, the next measure is Liverpool at home if they beat Liverpool at home which I doubt because mm-hmm. um, to me Liverpool ha- Liverpool haven't scored in four games Uh, they have to score soon. It's three yeah. or four. Yeah, Liverpool it's three or four games. So yeah. goal, Liverpool yeah. have to score soon. Klopp will figure it out. They're not going to go the rest of the season without scoring. Mm. I don't see that. So when that game happens, it happens. Um, uh, but yeah, it's just like I, I'm going to call it again. This time, I won't say by two clear goals. It'll either be a draw or a Liverpool win when they play Spurs. Okay. M- Mr. Potion, um, Spurs and Liverpool coming up. Um Is, is this, is this an opportunity for Spurs? Now, having had patchy form and beating the bottom of the table, um, team gives you a bit more confidence, but that's confidence leading you into a game against the, the mm. current champions. Uh, I think that this is a, a shot at redemption for Spurs mm. since they recently played Liverpool mm-hmm. and lost 2-1, where I feel like they should have won that game. Mm. Uh, traitor but due to <laughs> due to missed results uh, the game ended up being a free like you know free for anyone to take and Liverpool yeah. came and grabbed the sword yeah uh, they're playing at home they're playing at what is it is White Hot Lane at, at yes. uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium yeah, they're playing at White Hot Lane oh is it still White Hot Lane yeah isn't it now called the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium after they redesigned and re whatever I don't even know it's, the it's called name. the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium okay. yeah. 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 we know yeah. it's your second team but we don't sp- <laughs> support those guys <laughs> is it so they they changed the name because they changed the stadium Re- remember even the if the stadium was um Yeah, if it was vertical, it's now horizontal. It, like there were changes. Remember, they built around the stadium, then they demolished and made a new stadium. A beautiful in stadium, its plate, nonetheless. In its place, yeah. They should have, if they said, it's at the same place, they should have kept it as White Hot Lane. Hmm? If it's at the same venue, they should have kept it as White Hot no, Lane. No, they want the same advertising money you guys get for the. What's your stadium called again? Etihad? No, Etihad is. Yeah. The Emirates. It's, But they called it White Hot Lane. Where's the sponsorship money? Terrible. No, the it, previous it stadium the, was called White Hart Lane. The yeah. new one is called Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, probably until they sell off the naming rights. Yeah, fair mm. point. Oh, mm. yeah. Mm. True, true. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but essentially, it is a good time for Tottenham to get one over Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, from Liverpool's perspective, though, it's a good time to show that, you know, you're still in the title race. Yeah. Uh, to sort out your goal-scoring drought. Yeah. And... I'm not sure. Uh, and Liverpool, think, Liverpool's uh, form away from home hasn't been the one, hey? Liverpool yeah. is where they are from their home form. Mm. Uh, Actually, away think, form hasn't been the I one. I don't think there are any defenders from Liverpool coming back from injury. Cause, but I've seen that uh, uh, mm. Van Dijk's back in training, uh, Matip as well, and mm-hmm. Gomez. They're all back in training, but I don't think they'll make it for this fixture. Hmm. 
So yeah, they'll keep they'll have to keep going with the Henderson and uh, Fabinho pairing. Although yeah. they've done well, uh, it's not the best that Liverpool can produce. Yeah. So it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting game. I hope I'm not uh, what's his name. I'm not disappointed like the Man United uh, Liverpool game, but <laughs> yeah, it should be an interesting game. Fair enough. Fair enough. Any Mourinho game is boring to yeah. me. So. Look, that 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 game is on the twin. No, sorry, I'm, I'm seeing something wrong there. But but anyway, so so I think that that'll be a good game to see, especially from a Liverpool's perspective. I think um, um, Tottenham are hoping to be in the title race. Liverpool are expecting to be in the title race. Mm. So will they show that? Um, Will they sh- will they show the performance of champions? That's 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 what I that's what I'd want to see, uh, that's what I'd want to see from them. Mm. Um, I think I think that that's that sort of that sort of sums us up in terms of uh, in, oh sorry in terms of in terms of the title race. I think that's how that's how it's looking um, at the top. Um, let, let's let let's let's go on to let's go on to other teams who have um, also recovered their form. I think, like, like, like we said, um, Spurs and that have recovered their form. What do you want to put them in the title race? We're going to talk about Arsenal. We've wrapped up the title race. Sorry, it's tenth in the title race. Sorry. Okay, title race. Arsenal. Go ahead. No, no, not title race. Title race. Arsenal. No, no, look, we're not in the title race, Lucas. We're not in the title race, now. But if you're going to include Spurs, who's two points above Arsenal in the title race, I'm going to question you. Then include them in the title race. Don't fight me on the thing. Include them in the title I'm saying, race. Then. Remove two points. I'm saying remove Tottenham from that list. Okay, sharp. Thank you. Okay. No, well, I'm not going to, but like, <laughs> like, cool. Put Arsenal in the title race if you want to. I'm not going to. Um, but uh, Arsenal played against, um, Arsenal played against Newcastle. Um, and it was, it was a 3-0 victory and I think quite a good performance, actually. Um, quite, quite a quite a good performance. I, I, I watched a bit. Of, I watched a bit of the game. Um, it was actually quite impressive. So I want to I want to hand over to you guys. Let me start with Mr. Potion, who's proudly wearing his Arsenal shirt. Um, how did you feel about the game? And how do you feel about the team as you guys are picking up form and getting a bit of a bit of consistency in results? Uh, I think it was a good game. Uh, the youngsters did outstanding, mm-hmm. an outstanding job. Uh, Bukayo Saka performed again. Uh, yeah. Scored. Emil Smith Rowe assisted. Played well. Good to see uh, Thomas Partey coming back uh, with an assist. Hmm. Had a very solid game at the back. Yeah, I really uh, of the, the of the midfield. Hmm. And uh, another mention of a player who did well is uh, Cedric Suarez. I was quite hmm. impressed. Came in to replace Bellerin and actually had a pretty solid game. Hmm. But I think for me the highlight was uh, Obama Yang netting in two goals. Mm. Open uh, play, hang. Hey? Yes, mm. very great for his confidence. He'd mm. been on a heavy goal drought. Mm-hmm. Um, I think now you know he's got the monkey off his shoulder. Mm. Uh, let's see what happens from there. But also, I understand. I'm I'm going to sound like you know negative. Mm. But I think the reason we won these games with such ease is because we we played uh, Newcastle in the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. Even when we played them in the FA Cup, it took us a while to kind of figure them. Yeah, because yeah. we only started scoring our goals in the uh, in extra time in the FA Cup. Yeah, yes. yeah. So I think that that played a part in it because it wasn't like we hadn't played these guys. Mm. 
because no, I've, I've noticed like uh, recently with the Arsenal teams, we tend to lack confidence. But I think in this game, we, we had the confidence. Yeah, there was like, confidence. Ah, yeah. We told them last week. Mm. Uh, I understand it sounds like I'm, you know, nitpicking and being negative, but mm. it's, you know, it's just an issue I had. Yeah. But other than that, you know, good performance from the youngsters. Mm. Our captain came through. But yeah. yeah. Um, Mr. Curtis, give us your views on the game. I think, um, like, 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 uh, Mr. Potion mentioned there, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang getting, getting on the call sheet. Um, in previous pods, you talked about, you know, a lack of confidence for him. So I'm sure that will, that will give him quite a bit of confidence too, because it was, you know, um, decent goals. And, uh, and so speak to Aubameyang. And I, and I also wanted to ask about Emil, uh, Emil Smith Rowe. Um, Emil Smith Rowe, because the, the change in form seems to coincide with him coming into the team, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to start with the title cha- uh, challenge in Arsenal over there, since we're mm. two points behind Spurs and Lucas believes Spurs yeah, yeah. are title oh, challenging. Can, can win, sure. yeah, I'm telling you, Spurs are not in the title race, okay. but title challenging Arsenal now, uh-huh. right? Two points yeah. behind Spurs and Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, first off, boring, terrible performance in the first half. Mm-hmm. Solid defensively, it was great. Offensively, it was terrible. Second off, I don't know what he said to the team. They came alive. Mm. Uh, my problem is I don't want to rely on a 20-year-old playmaker for the rest of the season. You're talking Smith-Rowe? Smith-Rowe. He's 20. He's, huh? he's 20. He's been mm. doing well, but I can't rely on a player who's injury, been injury-prone at Arsenal, right, to play from now to the end of the season. They have to do something in the transfer market, right? They got rid of Ozil. It hasn't been confirmed by the club yet, but he's, he's there by Fenerbahce now. Mm-hmm. Nah? They got rid of him, so they were complaining. There was a section of fans and there was a section of the club saying, no, we couldn't bring players in because of Ozil's wages. Lies. You paid William <laughs> £250,000 for two goals, two mm-hmm. shots on target the whole season. Yeah, yeah. So lies. Yeah. Let's move on there. Emil yeah. Suthrow, I'm loving the hill in, boys. Uh, they're doing well. Uh, you just got to give these youngsters time. Like, yeah. I don't want to overhype these youngsters. Yeah. Uh, I do not want to put so much pressure on the back that when they start giving inconsistent performances, people are saying what's going wrong, what's mm. happening, because these boys are 19 and 20 and 18. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to put that pressure on, uh, 20-year-olds. Not everybody's going to turn out to be Cesc Fabregas. Mm. Not everybody's going to turn out to be a Nicholas Analka. Not everybody's going to turn out to be a Terry Henry. Yeah. You're going to get inconsistent performances. Yeah. All right? So... That's the way I viewed. It was a solid second half performance, but that first half, my God, was terrible. I was on my phone more than I was watching the game. Hmm. Uh, Mr. Curtis, so now that's four wins and a draw out of five. I think, I think to, to be fair, speaking about other teams, Chris does, uh, you've mentioned previously about the quality of the opposition you're facing, but I think four wins out of five and some players have come on. You know what I mean? Saka, he's been jamming the whole season, but again, he's keeping a consistency. Emil Smith-Rowe coming into the team, young player. He looks like a form player to me, so I'd, I'd, I'd like to see him more, but but he's looking good at the moment. Obama Yang back on the score sheet. I don't rate Lacazette, but Lacazette looked decent in, in, in these couple of games. Tyranny... Tyranny's probably been the man, or, or let's say, of the de- of the defense in the, yeah. in, in 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 that in that period. Even so creator, I'd even go as far as to say that. <laughs> and I also got to give a, a shout out to Rob Holden over there. He's been solid for Arsenal for for a minute now. Yeah. Mm. Fans don't rate him. Yeah, but I mean, it's another clean sheet. Me uh, he's doing. Yeah, you don't rate him, mm. but he's doing a job. Mm. Uh, if, yeah, he's he doing games, a job. Yeah, he's he's, doing his job, he's yeah. played with 
Gabriel, he's been doing a job. Mm. He's played with Luis. He mm. did a job. Mm-hmm. And he's played with... Um, Pablo Mari. Pablo Mari. He's done a job. Mm. I think we've conceded one goal in five now. And he's been in every one of those games. Okay. So you can't... You have to rate players on their form. You mm. might not say he's great. He's no different to Josh, Josh Stones to me. That's the way I view it. <laughs> That's Ooh. drastic, bro. That's Josh drastic. Josh Stones was 50 million. John Stones was 50 million, but the reason he was 50 million was because he's got natural attributes. He hasn't shown them over his time, but I mean, if you're saying they're the same, then you're saying holding is 50 million too. I'm not saying it's 50 million. Oh, okay. Hmm. Oh, I'm not saying it's 50 million. And even when when you look at it from that point of view, Hmm. uh, Rob Holding Hmm. has been a big game player. Uh, there was a season he came in, <laughs> right? Uh, Which big games? FA Cup finals. Okay. Okay. Came in. You, last week you told Drogba, hey, forget your goals there. You have to show it in the season. This no, no, week no, no. you what, bring up the FA Cup finals. I said Cup big final. game player, but it's, I call him a legend. Hey. I said big game player. Okay. 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 Fair enough. Fair enough. Difference. Fair enough. Fair enough. Very different. Fair enough. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he came in and he bossed Diego Costa. Uh, when Diego Costa used to bully Arsenal defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's consistent performances now. The only thing is, I'm not going to hype him up again, right? Because he's never had a full season for me to judge him on a full season of performances, right? But yeah, he's a cheaper version of John Stones to me. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. But uh, Mr. Potion, from this um, from this point um, from this point on, let's say with this with this um, run of form and the points and that, do you think Arsenal as a team have settled? And you can expect um, Arsenal to kick on into the second half of the season, or are you still wary? Um, I'm still wary. Mm. Um, it takes one or two injuries, and that squad is gone. Yeah. If Tierney's injured, we're gone. Mm. If Smith Rowe gets injured, we're done. If Smith Rowe gets injured, we're gone. Mm. Who did he replace in the lineup, Smith Rowe? Uh, he didn't replace anybody specifically. He's just a playmaker. It was anybody. Ceballos. Eh? Technically, it was Ceballos. The, the number 10 role, they kept it like a Z played number 10 in one game. They tried yeah. to find a number 10. Nobody oh. worked. Okay, okay, okay. So it was a yeah, sort of... just a shift. It was a hole in the team and he's yeah. trying to make it his own. Okay, mm. okay, fair enough. Fair enough, fair enough. So, yeah, I'd say if, if, if the players who are on form, if one of them gets injured, who comes in and replaces them? Mm. But I'll also have to give Arteta credit for that. For, for bringing him in? Uh, when they were talking about his loan move to Huddersfield, mm-hmm. uh, Arteta told them at Huddersfield he must play the number 10 role. That's why he went there instead of another club. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to give credit for that. You know I haven't been the biggest fan, but I'll give him credit for that. Oh, so okay. I think... He knew he, he, he saw the qualities okay. that he was going to do in that position. So I'll give him credit for that. I still want to criticize him for not playing number ten the whole season, though. Okay, okay, okay. I think I think we haven't missed anyone out, right? Yeah, there isn't yeah. really. Yeah. Well, we've covered everyone. Yeah. Besides the one game that I actually just want to talk about, that was an upset. Yeah. With West Brom beating uh, Wolves. That's Sam Allardyce. Uh-huh. Sam Allardyce yeah, we've got to give it to him he he's, knows how to survive yeah we've he's, got to give it to him he, he's like a cockroach <laughs> you, can st- <laughs> you can step on him that, that yeah. guy will be there tomorrow waiting for you with a cap on like mm. eh? <laughs> we it again I'm going to call it the season is going to get relegated hey? and then he's going to get relegated this season okay. but on a side note well done to Atletico Bilbao for winning the Super Cup 
Yeah. And Spain over there. The beating. Beating. I see what you did there. Beating who? Beating Real Barcelona. Madrid and Barcelona yeah. in the same week. Nice. And then Messi got the first red card in his Spain career over there. Wow. In, what? What did, what did he get sent off for? Tackle? For, uh, for essentially... Retaliation. For um, in the guy's face. Oh, jeez. Mm. Okay. And that's a side note that. to how dodgy La Liga officials have been for years if mm. Messi's only getting his first red card now. Yeah. I have no proof to it, but that guy has probably put in worse tackles or, or done petulant things and got away with it. It's kind yeah. of like Wayne Rooney Jr.'s career when he used to punch players on the field and get jealous. And then win Champions League and leagues and no. whatever, yeah. No, nobody's disputing that, but I'm just saying there was favoritism. Hey, nobody's disputing that, but I'm saying there was favoritism. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, fair enough. But 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 I, I think I think I just want to end off by giving another shout out um, to Percy Tao. You know this podcast. We've, we've got a Percy Tao loving. Mm. He 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 came on again for Brighton as they beat Leeds. Um, Brighton fans, I was, I, was, I was looking online. Brighton fans are actually loving him. Yeah. Um, so as as a player for that club, you know, the, <laughs> I saw some things online saying Percy Tau can save our season from <laughs> from, from Brighton fans. Um, that might be a little bit not drastic, but it's too much pressure to put on him so yeah. soon. But um, how, how how are you guys finding him? Do you do you guys think he's he's going to do well? Uh, He's doing well so far, right? But he got another 20 minutes. Yeah, another 20, 25 minutes. I uh, yeah. got another 20 minutes. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's just a cameo in uh, a game that they were trying to clinch already. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd really hope to see him get like a full game. Mm. Maybe in the next two weeks. Mm. Uh, I understand that he, he has to get his fitness levels up yeah. to match the intensity of the Premier League. Yeah. Uh, but we'll just have to see how that goes. Hmm. But yeah, it should yeah. be interesting f- to watch. Yeah, Uncle. Rooting for him. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uncle Curtis, does Percy Tau look out of place when you see him playing for uh, uh, Brighton? I like the guy that went to Clapham High School over there. He hey, did hey. well. Is he a Pretoria boy? Uh, I don't think he was a Pretoria boy. He went into the Sundowns Academy. I think the Sundowns Academy put them all in Clapham. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so, uh, to go through their schooling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which shows me that just footballing in South Africa still has a long way to go because it seems like only Sundowns is the most professional club out here. Yeah, yeah. That does take care of the youngsters because they are yeah. producing youngsters. There's another young boy that plays for Sundowns, Swale, yeah, yeah. who I think will go places over there. Yeah, yeah. Because when I see him on the pitch, he does do some things from time to time. Yeah, he yeah. Almost broke a, neck, uh, a man's neck one time when he made him <laughs> when he made him fall over there. So you know, South African South Africa has talented players, right? Yeah. And it's just our footballing that let us down. But Percy Tau is going to do well in the Premier League. Uh, he's pretty young. If he can establish himself in the Premier League time, mm. I'm not gonna yeah, he's got go years. and jump. He's got years on I'm him, not gonna yeah. go and jump Left. and put him in the same bracket ah. as. Uh, Lucas Radebe. Please take Temba Zwani out of this equation. What? Did you just say youngster? Oh, oh he's old. Yeah. You know what the worst part about it is? Is that when you said it, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, no, South African youngster. 
I really know. You know that's pretty one. African passports, though. Yes. African passports. No, 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 no. Please. African passports. I, I, I thought it's... the man was young. I thought the man was. No, the thing is, when you said it, I thought he was young as well because you know he he recently came into the scene. I probably say about three, four years ago, he started becoming a top player in the in the PSL. Oh, okay. But so, I thought, okay, yeah. So you're telling me he's like Arthur's one year at Kaiser Chiefs ten triple one, where they just come in at <laughs> age thirty one. <laughs> <laughs> and start bossing the league at age 31 uh, yes. <laughs> but either way it's, it's an indictment of South African football we need yeah. to improve yeah. uh, we need to give our youngsters the best opportunity to yeah. to do well alright because even with Southampton there's a South African kid who was born in South Africa but looks like he's going to choose to play for England mm. Chauke mm. who's been on the bench for Southampton a couple of times I'm actually waiting for him to break into the team hey, but Safa sort your act out guys I'm mm. tired of you you guys letting youth players down. I'm tired of you guys letting South African players down. Mm. Not with the amount of money that you guys are busy chowing on the side mm. over there. But yeah, Pesita will do what? Fix the youth team structure in South Africa. Mm. Just do the same the same thing they do for cricket and rugby. There's cricket and rugby high schools that just make it convenient mm. for, for kids to follow a sporting path. But I think um, any... I, are there any final words on uh, Persita? Looking forward to the rest of the season watching him. Are you watching Brighton uh, games? Yes and no. Depends where they're starting. Yeah. Uh, I'll tune in. <laughs> Call me at seventy minutes. I'll tune <laughs> in if he's playing. But yeah, shame. Uh, all the best to him. You know, we're rooting for him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I think. I think. I think that's that's enough for today. I think. Um, we're fast approaching halfway, the halfway point in the season. Obviously, 19 games would be the halfway point. The league is still as tight as ever. From um, from tenth from tenth to top is uh, ten points. So it's still it's still quite a jam packed um, league together. I think we're still waiting on a team to go on a consecutive run of victories that pull that pull away, and then and then we can see how the league is going. I think. Um, yeah, so I think guys, stay stay tuned with us. I think it's going to be a topsy turvy season and and one that we're going to be here for you all, all the way. So guys, don't forget to like, subscribe, download everything for whatever platform you're on. Um, I myself am Lucas. To my left here, I've got Mister Potion. Cheers, guys. Uh, another interesting week. Let's hope it gets more fun next week. Yeah, over there. It's Uncle Curtis. Mm-hmm. Right. And to end off this episode, we'll end off by just running the top assists of Kevin De Bruyne yeah, yeah. by club. Eight <laughs> assists of all time. Crystal Palace. Watford. Eight assists. Ghent. Seven assists. Southampton. Seven assists. SC Freiburg. Six assists. Tottenham. Five assists. Newcastle. Five assists. And that's your that's that's your fighter for Play League. And the player of the year. No, no, he wasn't. He was uh he was Premier League player of the year last year. Wasn't Henderson? Henderson was player. player's player. Uh oh. Kevin De Bruyne won the actual. Okay, award. but if I had to choose my player, it's Kevin De Bruyne, he deserved it. But uh hmm. because you know I don't like Henderson either. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, player of the year. But that's like winning player of the year when you're playing a bunch of under fourteen kids. It's not that hard to do. 
but he wasn't. He was playing in the Premier League against Premier League level opposition. <laughs> I'm just trying to drive my agenda, Lucas. I'm saying he set pads against oh, the opposition. Enough, fair enough. That's that's where I'm gonna end it. All right, guys. Thank you once again. Like, subscribe, all of that. Comment. Do you agree with Mr. Curtis, Kevin De Bruyne opinion? Let us know, guys. We'll catch you next week. I'm calling